So this idea has been mine for a little while now, um, purely because as a first time mum there's been so many occasions that I've had to ask friends and family for advice because I've had no idea what is going on, what I need to do. Um, and I thought, do you know what, let's just use this lovely journey to help other people. And what I say might not be everyone's cup of tea, but if it helps out one parent or expecting parents or parents who've had kids for years and they wondered what, what that feeling was or agree with anything I say, then for me, that's reason enough. So I'm going to make a pledge to be really honest. Um, I do wear my heart on my sleeve. You will get to know that as time progresses. Um, but I also think that's really important that you can come on this journey with me and that I can help you and you can help me because I say this time and time again, I can't do this alone. I need the help. Um, so a little bit about me, I am 31. I am head of vocational studies at our wonderful college, dance college in Manchester. And when I had Bella, I was 29 and worked freelance as a dance lecturer and head of education at different dance um, institutions in Liverpool, some uh, FE and some HE. Um, so that meant I had to go back to work quite quick to be in freelance. So Bella was three weeks old and I went back to work part time. So I went back for two and a half days. Um, some people said I was mad. Some people said it was ridiculous. Some people said, um, you know, you're going to regret it or all this kind of stuff. And if I'm completely honest, when I look back at times, I think, do you know what? Maybe it was the wrong decision from being able to spend time with Bella at that age. But I also have to be honest that it helped me stay sane because yes, I am mum. Yes, I am a wife, but I'm also Amber. And I think I can't be a good mum or I can't be a good wife if I don't get time to be Amber. And work helped me with that. Um, I used to hear this quite a lot because a lot of my friends have children. A lot of my family members have children. Um, but mums have said to me that they go through a bit of an identity crisis having had children. And I never really understood what they meant. Uh, but after I had Bella, wow, yeah, I completely got it. I feel like I didn't know what to wear. I didn't know how to do my hair. I didn't know, um, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't really feel like anything, didn't really feel like anybody other than mum, need to look after the baby, need to do this, need to do that. That needs washing, that needs sterilising. And I think going back to work really helped balance that because I got a chance to have conversations about dance, about education, about developing this programme, about where the kids were progressing to. All the things that helped me feel like what Amber felt like before becoming a mum. And if I'm completely honest, I think that saved me from postnatal depression. Um, I think as a postnatal depression as a topic, we will look at that later down the line but I don't think enough is talked about or we're not educated enough about what it is what what to look out for with it what 
symptoms there are of it because I think a lot of it goes undetected because we just put so much pressure on ourselves that we should be able to just get on with being a mum or get on with being a dad and it's not actually that's not reality that's not life that's not how it works it's difficult and it's absolutely fine to say it's difficult but I think we're in a society that we put too much pressure on ourselves to appear like we're doing the best job 24 hours a day seven days a week and uh, one thing you will get to know about me is I am very honest I will say sorry when I'm wrong I'm the first to admit do you know what I was completely wrong there I'm really sorry um or if I've done if I've made an, uh, a fuck up at work it, I'm the first person to say do you know what that's my fault I can only apologize or you can do that so much better than I can can you show me how to blah 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 and I think for me that's helped me with being a parent because the, the times that I've been able to text my friends and say oh my god Bella's doing xyz please tell me your child did this and that that's normal because I'm about to pull my hair out. And they replied saying, yep, pretty normal. My child did blah, 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 blah. Don't worry about it. It passes. And I think, thank God I have got that support network because if you don't or if you've got nobody to turn to or people just don't choose to talk about it, it feels like you're doing something wrong. Like I remember even... When was it? Two weeks ago. Bella goes to a toddler sense group where she uh, plays with the kids and learns some natural rhymes and does all developmental stuff. Anyway, she screamed at another child because he wanted to play with a toy that was remotely near where she was. Screamed at him. And I just wanted the ground to swallow me up. Because as somebody who has been involved in dance and taught dance all their life and works in an, in an, in an educational institution, good behaviour and positive behaviour is really important to me. And I felt like I was failing massively because my own child was showing really bad behaviour. And then I stopped and I thought, Amber, she's 21 months old. It's going to happen. But I think unless we have that ability to share these stories with other people and actually talk about what raising a child is like we could like I could have gone away and beaten myself up about that and do you know what former Amber in a previous life before this journey of self-discovery which is where the kid cast has come from Amber former Amber probably would have but like I say I'm going to be honest with you I have been on a huge journey of self-discovery since having had Bella I feel like becoming a mum you like I said before, you do lose your identity. And I've gone on a huge, probably year and a half long journey on the fact, trying to find out who the hell am I, what what is important to me, because your priorities do change when you have children. And I think any parent, step-parent, grandparent, you know, anyone who has to look after a child would agree with me there. My ambition used to be to own a Porsche and to have a huge house and whilst yes that's materialistic there's nothing necessarily wrong with being materialistic but my desire now to it's still to own a Porsche <laughs> it's still to have a big house but it's for a completely different reason and it's about the journey of getting there and what that will make of me to achieve that rather than just having those 
the material objects. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, but like I say, I'm 31. I'm a Cancerian, so I do wear my heart on my sleeve. I have no shame in saying that I am very spiritual. I recently, maybe the past four months, have started journaling more um, more regularly the past two months. Um, and I never really understood why people said journaling was so good for you. I choose to do it of an evening. It's absolutely wonderful because you can reflect on the day, talk about, well, you can talk about anything to yourself, but it's a really lovely opportunity to reward yourself for what you've done well and learn from what you didn't handle so well and how you could move forward with that in, if that ever happened again. I also um, try to meditate daily. Um, I don't always have time. I know that is the biggest excuse going, but, you know, working full time with a toddler can be tricky <laughs> to get 10 minutes of borderline quiet to meditate. But, you know, I try. That's the main thing. Um, but I do repeat positive affirmations aloud to myself morning and evening. Um, and I do it in front of Bella because I think it's important that she sees what mum does and doesn't think it's a crazy cuckoo thing. And do you know what? In years to come, if she chooses to do it, then great. If she chooses not to, then great. It's absolutely fine. It doesn't, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, she's her own person. Um, but I think there needs to be some sort of platform or some sort of guidance for new mums, new dads, on what it actually looks like to bring up a child. Um, I, just trying to think about one example from when Bella was uh, first born. So Bella was classed as a rapid delivery. And as a result, she had a load of um, mucus buildup in her chest. So that meant it was uh, difficult for her to feed. And then on top of that, she also had something that is called colic. Now, mums and dads out there, those of you that have had kids or have looked after children, you might think, yeah, that's that's normal. You know, I think apparently, I think 50% of kids have colic. I had no idea what colic was. Like, not a thing. It was not part of my vocabulary. I didn't know what it was. Didn't even know what to look out for. Um, but yeah, it was that common. And I felt a little bit like, could the midwife not have warned me that this might happen? Or because of the type of birth she had, could they not have given us a heads up that, you know, X, Y, and Z might be on the horizon and this is what to look out for and this is how to cope with it. This is how to treat it. I just think that lack of support once your child is born is there because as pregnant women, we go through all these screenings and appointments and scans and blood tests and whatever else you looked after really, really well. And then you birth your child and then that's it. The midwife comes to see you at five days old if you're at home and they come again at six weeks and then they come again when they're one. Like, just explain to me what I'm meant to do from birth to the age of one when there's so many things that happen with that child because 
there's there's no help, there's no guidance, there's not even like a go and speak to this person. I think somebody that I know who was a mum said to me, Oh, you can ring your I always forget the name. You can ring your Oh god, what are they called? People who come Oh, health visitor. There you go. You can ring your health visitor. And I said, I don't even know who my health visitor is. And then when I did text my health visitor about one thing, she texted back to say, I no longer work there. Like, who, who the hell do I get in touch with? So I think the support once you've had a baby needs to be needs to be better. We need to do something about it. And I'm not putting that all on the NHS. I'm not putting that all on child development specialists. I'm not. I just think as mums and dads, we can help each other. We can talk about it. Nobody talks about it. It's like this fake wall that people put up that family life is great and I love my family and no one ever makes a mistake. And I make mistakes all the time. I shout at Bella when I shouldn't shout at her and I stop and I realise that that I shouldn't have done that. That's not the right thing to do. And I sit down and I'm mummy apologises to her and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? We're human. We make we make mistakes, and I think we need to normalise making mistakes. Life today is stressful. Adult life is stressful. You know, we in the news constantly about um, cost of living crisis and energy crisis and wars in different countries. And I think life can be difficult. So we're bound to at times possibly answer our toddlers in a way that we think is less desirable. But don't give ourselves a hard time about it. It happens. We we move on. We you know what I mean? It it's just one of those things. But I just think we could do more. And I think this platform will hopefully help people do more. Um, I'm not saying it's the answer. I appreciate that it won't be everybody's cup of tea, as I said before. But it's a start. And I think there are so many people, once we start talking about how things are, there are so many people who are going to benefit. And I know I will. And I know my friends will. And I know mum, me when Bella's five and six and seven and whatever, I know that that will help me. But we just need to be honest. We need to be open. And I think that's something that we struggle with in our society today. Um, I feel like I've waffled a little bit. Hopefully you know me a bit better. Hopefully you can get on board with what I'm trying to do. Um, I think it's actually quite, really quite lovely that having Bella has pushed me to do something like this because I would never have done anything like this in a million years. And I consider myself a confident person. I consider my top quality being really funny my husband will advocate for that and I will show you more of my sense of humor as time goes on I promise this has been a quite serious conversation but um yeah I think working together we can we can really put something lovely out there and I'm so glad having Bella has led me to this point so Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you've had a lovely time. And I will see you very soon with a couple of guests. We will have guests who have adopted children. We will have guests who have stepchildren. We will have guests who have their own children. Um, 
and just to see all different standpoints, really. Because I think everyone who gets, who has a role in a child's life can help in some way or another. Right, I'm waffling now. But thank you very much for joining me. Um, it was lovely to meet you. And if nobody else tells you this today, you're doing a bloody good job. And I will hopefully see you and speak to you very soon.